Cap. Cap. J-Hook. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. All right, Bears have rookie minicamp ready to go. The draft is in the rearview mirror, and mm-hmm. it's our first chance to talk with the new general manager of the Chicago Bears, Ryan Poles, joins us now here on Kappa J Hood on ESPN 1000. Ryan, good morning. How are you today? Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're we great, are, man. Thanks for coming on with us. Yeah, we're excited to talk to yep. you. So I was an NBA scout, and the guy I worked for who was a legend in the league for a long time once said to me, I don't care if we have a great point guard. If the best guy on our draft board is a point guard, we're taking him. We are never going to reach because we think we have a need because two years from now we're going to regret the day. It looks to me at every turn you embrace that same philosophy. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's accurate. You know, I've always believed uh, that that's the best way to enhance your roster. You got to take best available. You start reaching and, and doing different things and not being true to your board. Uh, you make mistakes and you might feel good. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, I hear a lot of terms of win the draft, uh, but at the end of the day, we're, we're here to win games. And, you know, I think that's the best method to do that. Ryan, tell us about the draft process. How much of the evaluation is gut feeling? How much of it is film and analytics? Yeah, I would say majority is film. I'd say the other piece is getting to know what makes these players tick, um, their intelligence in terms of of knowing the game of football, instincts, um, and then the analytics just it it confirms what we see. And if it doesn't confirm it, it goes against. uh, We do more work to make sure we feel comfortable. So it's, it's it's a blend of all of that. It looked to me, I felt that they needed to make changes in Chicago, and I thought eh, you might be able to squeeze eight, nine wins out of this roster if you make a few additions and you go into free agent. You picked a lane, and it seems to me like you've embraced that lane. I think fans are cool with that and understanding it's going to take time how much time do you commit to yourself? You're a competitive dude. You want to win every game. I understand that. But I also think you understand what you walked into and what you're facing. So how do you balance that? Yeah, that's a good question. Being competitive, uh, math competitive, this entire building's competitive, um, and the coaching and front office side, really in all of football ops, we want to win as many games as possible. And we're going to put these players in, in a position to succeed. I added as, as we added as many you know good players as possible, and we're going to attack this thing. As I said from the opening day, it's the goal is to win the division. So that doesn't change. That's going to be our approach. And you know I can't really put a time on it, but we're we're going to press hard to win the division each and every year. We're going to start there and just keep climbing. Ryan, you've been around Kansas City, and so you've been around a successful organization. So what does a successful football organization look like in your eyes? There's got to be certain uh, bullet points that you look at to make a successful organization. How, how do you look at that? Yeah, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, <clears throat> you got to have good culture. I know that's a phrase everyone uses these days, but the whole, I guess the whole point of that is there's, there's always ups and downs. Of, of a season. There's going to be good times, bad times. There's going to be a losing streak here or there of one or two, three games. 
do you have the culture to overcome adversity, to reverse the trend of that's going in one direction? Uh, do people, do the guys lean on each other? Can it stay positive and overcome that so you can get back on the horse and, and win games? So uh, the culture piece is, is important. You always need talent. Um, but to me, it's teams that know how to win, teams that know how to finish. And that's really been our message to our players. Uh, it's a message to the rookie group that came in right now is we have to finish everything. We finish in conditioning. We finish in practice. Because the whole point is when we get to the season, we finish games. And I think that's like one of the biggest things that I notice about winning teams, they finish. So that's the message right now, and that's what usually successful teams look like. That's what we had in Kansas City, so that's what we want to have here. When the Bears traded up and drafted Justin Fields, the city was lit. I, and I said on the air, other than the, since the Cubs won the World Series in 16, it might be the most exciting moment in Chicago sports. We haven't had any championships. We haven't had any really deep playoff runs. Would you say you are, we're all in on that kid right there, or we're all in for this year, let's see how he plays? It's a different question. Yeah, no, we're all in on Justin. Um, I believe in Justin. Our staff believes in Justin. And like I've said from the beginning, we're going we're gonna to set this up for him to succeed. And I know I've got a lot of questions, but what about receiver? What about we're going to do the best we can with the roster. We're going to improve the roster as well, but we're also going to get the scheme. We're going to get his technique. Uh, and our coaches are hard at work, and so is Justin. Uh, I mentioned this earlier today. Justin is grinding right now, and he's putting in the time. Um, he's, he's The leadership piece is coming out of him. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm excited about him and what he's going to be become here. Ryan, how would you describe this era of Bears football? You, you didn't want to use the term rebuild. And, I, and, and from my standpoint, that's not a dirty word. You came in here because you're here to kind of cure the ills of the Bears from the previous regime. You're here to make the team better, make the organization better. Mm-hmm. So you, you didn't want to use the word rebuild. You didn't use the word retool. You talked about how the Bears are a rehab project. So, I mean, so how, how do you describe what this Bears football team is from your standpoint? Yeah, you know, the interesting thing is the way this league is built, every team has to build. Every team has to do some makeover work. Every team has guys coming in and leaving, um, you know, as they get older, you know, different things happen every single year. So the approach doesn't really change for any team. Sure, the foundation might have a few more players or, or whatever, but if you don't have the building mentality every single year, then you're not doing it the right way. So in my mind, that's why I just didn't want the rebuild seems like, you know, we're going to tear this thing down to the studs and we're going to – no, there's, there's good players on this roster. So it's my job, it's our job to develop talent, bring talent in, and just keep moving forward. So that you know that that was kind of my whole point with that. Well, you said that you and your wife watched the house, the home shows. So the, how many walls do the Bears need? I mean, do you need a new coat of paint? How's the how's the roof of the Bears this year? That's the I mean, my wife and I watch the same things, and you know the thing the thing that's so crazy, Cap, is that they'll they'll say, "Oh, my budget's nine hundred fifty thousand dollars." Oh, it is. That's your budget. That's not mine. Yeah, it's <laughs> not our budget. Less. You watch those, right, Ryan? Oh yeah. Yep, I, I actually laugh at that one. <laughs> so, like, $2 million, yeah. like, what? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no. I use that analogy. It, I think it describes it well. There's, but I guess the point is every year, rooms need some maintenance, you know, and, and that's what we're going to do. 
and um, I'm, I'm excited about how we've started that. When you look back on your time in Kansas City prior to last year's draft, you're sitting there draft night. You're one of the guys on the brain trust for one of the best organizations in the National Football League. Can you take us inside your evaluations of Tevin Jenkins, who the Bears traded up to get in the second round, and your evaluation of the Cole Komet draft two years ago? Just in terms of what you thought of those prospects in the going into the draft? Yeah, um, like both players, you know, they had upside. Um, you know, Tevin, you know, athletic, big guy, had some power. Um, just needed to continue to work on his consistency, and that's that's what we're working on now. And Cole, you know, with the baseball background, you know, he made some big plays for Notre Dame, and um, you know, I was excited about him too. So. Uh, I like both players, and, and we're going to see you know how far they come here in the next year. So, Ryan, as a talent evaluator and as a player, you know that there is always a philosophy in developing a quarterback slash an offense. So when it's consistent, what does that look like to you? Um, when it's consistent, I mean, we should win games, right? Um, so that's, that's the key is just bringing that consistency out and, and having the whole operation run smooth. I also believe I work with three former Bears on television doing the Bears postgame show, and all of them are, we've got to be able to run the football first. First and foremost, play good defense, run the football, and then use that to set up our passing game where we have to be obviously markedly better. How much does the running game matter to you, an ex-offensive lineman? Yeah, it matters a lot. You know, obviously I'm not calling the plays, but I know that's usually the foundation. And a lot of good things happen if you can do that. And, you know, we saw last year across the league, you had different weather, especially late in the season. If you can establish that, um, you can do a lot of good things. And then obviously that opens up, you know, like you said, play action pass. So uh, we definitely want that to be our foundation. We want to run the ball well. Um, That strains defenses. So uh, that's the goal. How much does a, a defensive coordinator like Matt Eberflus help the offensive side of the football? You know, that was one of the questions coming in is that Eberflus has been so solid as a defensive coordinator, but how much can he help Justin on the offensive side based on what his experience is? Yeah, he can help a lot. And, you know, he's been the cool thing is seeing him bounce to different meeting rooms uh, throughout the day when, when our team is together. And he'll spend a lot of time on the offense upside as well and just giving that perspective from a defense coordinator what are, what are they looking at in certain dominant distances why are they doing certain things um, so he can understand from the other side uh, which is important to him and uh, you know actually I thought he was doing quarterback drills the other day I thought that was pretty cool <laughs> absolutely so a- as you go through and you're preparing you're going to interview with Chicago you're going to interview with Minnesota and anybody who has a-, a vacancy for GM you're on the list you're one of the guys that they're going to evaluate and go yeah we want to talk to that guy a- as you did all that and you obviously did your homework so when you talk to George and Bill Polian and whoever's in that room you have your tentacles out there going i gotta find out about what the bears do here and there so that you have a good presentation now that you've been there for four months and you're sleeping in the office during the draft and you are immersed in everything is it worse than you thought like whoa i got a lot more work to do here 
or better than you thought or what you thought? No, uh, I would say the one thing that's blown me away is is ownership here. Um, I have a great relationship with George. George wants to win bad. He's invested. Um, we have a great relationship, um, and he wants to do whatever it takes to win. So that 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 was the amazing part is just spending time with him and getting to know him and build a relationship. And then the the building itself. There's all the resources are here. All the resources are here. This is a beautiful place. And it's set up for success. So just, it's the direction. So Matt and I are here to, to give direction, bring in good players, coach them up, develop them. So uh, I've been happy with, with where I'm at and been happy with the relationships that I've built. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like everyone should have hope in, in the direction we're going. Ryan, uh, you've worked with uh, Byron Pringle. He's now part of the Chicago Bears, one of the wide receivers. Could you tell me about... Uh, the kind of person Pringle is. We saw what happened off the field here just recently, and, and we wonder about the character uh, as far as him off the field. But who is Byron Pringle? Who, what, would you, what should we know about him? Yeah, no, he's, he's, a, he's a, a great kid. You know, that situation was unfortunate. We had that discussion, um, you know, and we're moving on. But uh, Byron's a great dude, great in the community, great father. Um, I'm good with him, and, and everyone should be. So I, I have no issues with Byron at all. Hey, before we let you go, I wanted to take you back to the 2017 draft because I have a good friend who works broadcasting with the Chiefs, and he told an amazing story one day when he was on with us. He said, Pat Mahomes comes in, we're down the hall, and we're watching Andy Reid in this big glassed-in conference room by his office, and he's meeting with Patrick Mahomes. He said, for an hour for two hours, for three hours, and then he looked up and he gave us the thumbs up and we went, okay, we're good, because he had to sign off on it. When that draft is going on and that's your guy, that that's the dude, man, we want him. What is going through your mind as this thing's unfolding? Uh, back in 2017? Yes. Now you're taking me back now. Um, it's only a few years ago, just... right? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, it... Yeah, the process was good, and, um, you know, it's one of those things when you know, you know, and you have a good feeling about it, and I know that that entire building had that feeling. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's exciting. Tell us something about the job that you haven't told anyone else that you that you really like or it surprised you. Good question. We're on until 10 no, o'clock. So. You know, uh, I was joking around about sleeping here, and uh, yeah. so there, there is a bedroom here, and it's it's extremely comfortable. I Actually, I, I'm going to try to find out who makes the mattress uh, and buy one. <laughs> wait, wait a second. So, I didn't know that. Wait, do you got a crib in the facility? I don't even know why I rented a house. I should have just stayed here. Exactly. <laughs> Hold on a second. You got a, there's a crib in the facility. I didn't know that. A nice, comfortable bed. Yeah, no kidding. So okay, so big screen TVs clearly, this nice little lamp. This facility is amazing. Wow, I didn't know that there was a bed in the crib. So your predecessor might not have left you a lot of talent there, but he left you a really nice bed. That's awesome. Fair. Fair. What's that? I said your predecessors might not have left you all the talent in the world, but they left you a really nice facility and a nice bed, right? 
No, I don't know about all that, but this this facility is, is sweet and it's set up to have success. So I'm pumped. It's awesome. You got a nice bed, though. That's it cool. Is. That's hey, man, we, we appreciate you taking time for us. Right. We look forward to having you in studio if you get downtown one day. But everybody is united. They just want the Bears to be good. So best of luck to you. Thank you. I feel it. And that's, that's what I love about this place. Have a great day and a great weekend. All right, you too. All right, we'll see you. There he is, Ryan Poles, the new general manager of the Chicago Bears. How about that? He likes the bed there. Didn't know there was a bed in the facility. He's like, I found out we had a bedroom here. That's crazy. Crazy. All right. Didn't know that. <laughs> All right. 312-332-3776. Your thoughts on what you heard. Uh, you can fire him in on Twitter at us. Hawthorne Jim's going to join us. Jim Miller. Yes. As we get to set for the Derby with his picks. Take that.